Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ, and I'm glad that you have come back today as we will pick up in our study of the book of Joel. We'll finish that today. But before we get into the text, just want to announce something. Uh, beginning this week and for the foreseeable future, we're going to change up the scheduling of these videos and how often we release these videos instead of doing it Monday through Friday we will just be doing three videos a week and releasing them on Monday Wednesday and Friday I was recently sitting down and looking at my schedule my weekly schedule and and I realized that the preparation and recording and editing and and uploading the entire process that goes into making these videos was taking up a considerable portion of my week and there's nothing inherently wrong with that but I want to cut back just a little bit so that I can then give more attention to other things that that I need to do and other things that of course need need my attention but I don't want to stop doing these videos altogether because I know uh, they're very beneficial for me personally and I hope and pray that they are beneficial for you as well so we're not going to stop completely but just cut back just a little bit to uh, try to allow me to have a little bit more time throughout the week to focus on uh, some other very important aspects of my work here and I know that all of you will be understanding of that but just letting you know from from here on out at least again as I said for the foreseeable future we're going to be uh, releasing on Monday Wednesday and Friday instead of Monday through Friday so just three videos a week and maybe that'll help help uh, help you stay up to date and, and keep up with the videos because then it wouldn't be quite as much for you to to look at every single day and maybe we'll help you uh, help you keep up with it a little bit more uh, but anyways, just wanted to let y'all know that, uh, and we'll, we're starting that this week, so uh, this week we'll just have three videos, and again, for the foreseeable future, be, be sticking to that schedule. But last week, we left off with Joel chapter 3, and verse we're in verse 17, covering the last little section of the book of Joel. And if you remember from what we have been talking about in the past few sessions, really beginning in verse 28 of chapter 2 continuing on I believe throughout the rest of the book I think that there are very strong spiritual applications that can be drawn from what and most of what he is saying here and we've noticed this whenever we were studying it but uh, I think that especially because of what we see at the beginning of chapter 3 it says, For behold, in those days and at that time when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, and then he continues to discuss these various aspects of what was going to happen during that time period. And what time period is that? Well, it's the time period that he is discussing in verses 28 through 32. It shall come to pass afterwards. And as we know, based on Peter's divine commentary on this in Acts chapter 2, he's talking about the establishment of the church. And so I believe the majority of what we see here in chapter 3 has those spiritual applications and meaning behind them. Now as we have been talking about, there are those that of course can point to various aspects of this and, 
and a physical fulfillment of them within the history of the Jewish nation. And I'm not necessarily going to argue with that, but I also don't think that's his main point here in these passages. And so he's been describing all of these various things. And, and really, I guess one of the main points that he's been talking about here in chapter 3 is uh, God destroying the enemies of his people and how he was going to avenge them, how he was going to defend them and restore them. And that's very similar to what he talks about for the remainder of the chapter. So starting there in verse 17, it says, So you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who dwells in Zion, my holy mountain, and Jerusalem shall be holy, and strangers shall never again pass through it. Speaking about God dwelling among his people, and he'll mention that again at the very end of the, the chapter. And then in verse 18 it says, And in the day the mountains shall drip sweet wine, and the hills shall flow with milk, and all the uh, stream beds of Judah shall flow with water. And a fountain shall come forth from the house of the Lord, and water uh, the valley of Shittim. Now in this, this particular verse, I think the, the idea of what he's saying here is, is very clear, especially at the beginning of it, but really throughout, talking about the abundance of blessings that there were going to be when all of these things happened. Going back to chapter 2, 28 through 32, chapter 3 and verse 1, I again believe that the, the main application that we can take away from this is the, the spiritual blessings that we receive from being in the church. In Ephesians 1 and verse 3, Paul wrote that, that it is in Christ that we have received all spiritual blessings. I believe it's in Colossians chapter uh, 2 and verse 3 that it is through Him that we have that abundance of knowledge and riches. It's through Christ that we have all of these spiritual blessings, and I believe that's the, the point that he's making here in verse 18. The blessings and prosperity that was going to be enjoyed during this time period for those that were a part of this, as he describes, Holy Mountain, Jerusalem, as he describes later, Judah and Jerusalem, again with that spiritual uh, application talking about the church uh, today. So in verse, verses 17 and 18, God was going to dwell among them. There were going to be these great blessings. Verse 19, he kind of reiterates what he talked about earlier in the chapter. Egypt shall become a desolation and Edom a desolate wilderness for the violence done to the people of Judah because they have shed innocent blood in their land. Again, that idea of God conquering the enemies of his people. But then in verses 20 and 21, the last two verses, it says, But Judah shall be inhabited forever, and Jerusalem to all generations. I will avenge their blood, blood I have not avenged, for the Lord dwells in Zion. Again, that general idea of God always dwelling and always being with his people, that was true with the children of Israel. We see it when they were in the wilderness represented by that cloud uh, over the tabernacle or the, the pillar of fire by night, that glory and, and presence of God that they experienced in the same way when they came in and inherited the land of Canaan, that presence of, of God that was exhibited there in the temple. And then as we have, an, even in the New Testament in the church, God has always promised to be with us. That's what Christ promised to the apostles there in Matthew 28 at the end of verse 20. And so I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. Same promise we have in, in Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6. 
that God will never leave us nor forsake us. God is always going to be with us no matter where we are because we are his holy people. We are that royal priesthood, that chosen generation that Peter talks about in 1 Peter chapter 2. And so again, I believe starting in verse 28 in chapter 2, going through the remainder of the book, and while there may be some, uh, excuse me, some physical uh, fulfillments of some of these things, I think primarily uh, the application and, and the the point that he is making is is toward the spiritual aspect of the church that we are a part of this dispensation and age that we are living in today but that's the book of Joel uh, I hope that it's been a beneficial study I know that there is a lot of different language within these prophets some things that can be difficult to understand uh, but I pray that this has has helped get a better understanding of, of some of these things and at least provide a bit of a foundation so that maybe you can then go and, and do more in-depth study on these things and maybe draw some different conclusions but draw some conclusions on your own. Uh, as I've mentioned previously in other sessions, the next uh, book that we're going to look at is Jonah and as I've talked about this I think this will be a, a bit of a refreshing change of pace because Jonah is very different because it, it does not necessarily focus on the message that the prophet delivered such as most uh, prophets the books of these prophets do it focuses primarily on the prophet himself and so it's a bit more of a historical account it's an account that most of us are more familiar with and so I think it will be a little bit refreshing again a change of pace and then I believe once we finish looking at Joel, we'll actually pause looking at these Old Testament prophets and notice something perhaps from the New Testament or notice something different for a little bit and then return to this, to this study. But I thank you so much for your time and for your attention today. As always, if you ever have any questions, feel free to, to ask them or uh, to call us, to message us, or to comment them on the video and uh, we'll do our best to get back with you and of course do our best to give you a biblical answer but i thank you for your time and for your attention and return on wednesday not tomorrow return on wednesday as we'll look at the book of jonah